Esther. And I'm Holly Ray. And this week on Living in the Pages, we have a bonus episode for you. So last week, I interviewed Willow about some of her hobbies and her style and influences for writing. And I still have some more questions for her. So here we go. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Fire away. Okay. And now I'm really excited to ask you about your newest release. So this podcast, I believe, is coming out on Halloween. Yes. But before then, you'll have your newest release of Downfall, which is the first in a brand new series for you. Mm-hmm. So please tell me more about Downfall. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've read it. Yes, it's true. <laughs> and I loved it. it Did was, you love it? It was a different side of you. That it's we a haven't raunchy seen. side of me. Yeah, that too. Oh. That too. But yeah. when I, okay, so when I read it, and I want to know your thoughts as far as the setting goes when I read it I thought of kind of like I don't I don't want to give it a fantasy title because it's not quite fantasy but it gave me kind of like a otherworldly feel to it kind of like um have you seen the movie Princess Diaries yeah where there's royalty but it's in this country that isn't real yeah but they kind of keep all like the similar maybe traditions or Mm -hmm. um, technology that we have today that's kind of how I felt about it and so I was like "Ooh, this is fun that's what it is but no weird creatures everything else Mm -hmm. (laughs) the different world the otherworldly setting and the whole monarchy setup is yeah I I do a disclaimer kind of saying if anything seems to not make sense, it's just that way in their world. Mm-hmm. So I could have more liberty to do whatever I wanted. See, I love that. <laughs> and what was your inspiration behind the, starting this series? Well, I had never watched Game of Thrones, and I watched all of it this year, right before the last season came out. You were with me when mm-hmm. we started season four, or season what? Ever what was it? seven, seven, the last um, one, whichever it was. Yeah, and I just I got so obsessed with it and wasn't ready for it to be over, and I just thought, yeah, I would I was ready to watch the whole thing over again. And my assistant Christine was like, "You should write something that's like Game of Thrones." Mm. So we started riffing off of each other, and I didn't want to do pure fantasy but something current and something that felt like I could still make it my own because mm-hmm. there's no way I can ever write a Game of Thrones. Yeah that's a little difficult I think for most writers. <laughs> yes <laughs> I don't need to do that it's already been done but something now that's my little love note to it. I love that and Downfall how long did it when did you start it, and then when did you kind of start Ooh. start promoting it? I think I wrote it in two months, and really less than that because I was traveling a oh, lot my of the time. So that was a record for me. I just had so much fun and just kept going. It was just flowing, which is my favorite way. Love that. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it was so much fun. And as soon as I got done with that one, I started the next one, which is called Exposed. And the plan is for that to come out January 9th, 2020. Yes. So, well, yes. 
let me just tell you right now, I will be a beta reader for that. Okay. <laughs> if you need one. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yeah, because I had so much fun reading Downfall. And oh, I hope good. I hope everyone picks it up because it's just... different for me and I mm-hmm. know that's gonna throw some people off. But I hope it will also gather new readers. I hope so too. And I always hope everyone that enjoys my books will just stay along for whatever ride I'm going to take you on because I can't do the same thing every time. I personally prefer authors who do mix it up. I like to not be able to anticipate what they're going to release next. So I think it's really cool that you're doing that. Well, good. Thank you. (laughs) I think you're the exception. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there's some of us. If anyone listening is like me, let me know. Let us know. Yeah, I'm that way in what I like to read. Like if I love an author's writing, I will buy all their books. But yeah, not everybody's like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I know if I were to end this podcast without talking about this, I know there would be lots of people who would be upset. So I need to ask you about Casper. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) you just visited Taryn in Seattle and you went to Portland. I know you guys were doing a bunch of press things or not press, but like promotional for her book, The Wives, which is coming out December 31st. Mm -hmm. Have Um, you discussed Casper? Oh, have we discussed Casper? (laughs) (laughs) Have we ever? I don't know what to say about that. Casper went on a little break, and I think we're having to rework some things. And just time-wise, like, so when we wrote Folsom and Jackal, Taryn was, like, eight and nine months pregnant. And we, that was the fastest I've ever written a book, writing that. That's actually what made me realize I could do it with Downfall, Mm -hmm. because we did it on Google Docs, and, like, if I woke up, in the middle of the night, I was writing, and so was she, and all day, every day, until it was done. And she was having a baby. Like, we were wrapping it up at a crazy time. And I was going back and forth out there, too. I was in there when the baby was born. And in the meantime, we're talking Folsom and Jackal and Casper and Aries and all of them. So it's going to happen. It's just... uh. I think that going at it that crazy obsessively, it knocked us for a loop. Mm -hmm. And we probably should have written the third and fourth one before we put any of them out. Mm -hmm. And we didn't. So we got a little ahead of that. But also, indie readers like things bam, bam, bam. And in most... Like in the traditional world, when you put a book out, you don't expect to see the next one for another year. Right. And so we felt like we gave you two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it that being said, we want to get it done. Mm-hmm. It's hanging over both of our heads and needs to be done. So, yeah, we discussed it a lot. We don't have a release date for you. That's okay. I think any update is a good update for for readers. (laughs) We have the cover. It's great. We have ideas about the next book, too. Mm -hmm. But that's all I know. Okay. That's all right. Now, instead of doing a fast five, Mm. like you do on yours, I have kind of like a 
quick question superlatives, but with your books. Oh. So I'm going to ask you a question and then give me the title of the book that it corresponds with. So I think I know the answer to the first one already, but the quickest to write. Of mine. Mm-hmm. Downfall. I mean, if we're talking with Taryn, Folsom. What about the longest that it took you to write a book? In the fields. Seven years. Mm. And the most emotional? Um, True Love Story. All of them for different... Well, not all of them. For different reasons. True Love Story, I went through um, the things that I went through in real life all over again while writing that book. So that was very hard. Maybe, maybe my mom had just passed away. I was trying to write that right away after she passed, and it was so soon. But that was kind of the only thing that gave me joy or gave me relief. It was like just a little break. And so that is probably going to always be the one that I say is the most emotional, Mm -hmm. even though I wasn't sitting around crying while writing that one. Was just my state of mind. What about the sweetest love story? In the fields. That that's the only book that ever made me cry writing it. How about the heroine that you're most likely to be friends with in real life? Hmm. I love maybe. I think she's pretty cool. And Lilith. I love Lilith too. Because they're not the typical warm and fuzzy they're broken and raw and honest so that's the kind of people I'm drawn to I like warm and fuzzy too but you know no I'm I like real (laughs) I'm on the same boat with you (laughs) that's probably why we're good friends yes Let me just interrupt for a second to let you know that Living in the Pages is part of the Frolic Podcast Network, a podcast community of everything romance-related, from book club-style discussion, author interviews, comedy, critique, you name it. Find new shows to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcast. And now let's get back to our interview. Okay, the book with the most angst. True love story, I would say before I wrote Downfall, there was hands down would have been that one. But I think Downfall has quite the angst. I think I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. What about the most interesting setting? Downfall. I love how Downfall is checking off all of these <laughs> ones. <laughs> and most fun to write? Downfall. All right, guys, you have it. You need to read Downfall. <laughs> It won all the superlatives. <laughs> so if you were to give any aspiring writers, <clears throat> myself, um, any advice, <laughs> what would you tell me as far as if you're struggling with your first draft? I would say write the scene that is flowing, first of all. Like it doesn't have to be in the order you want it to be write whatever is coming now. And then I would say always be studying the craft. Either an author you love, books about writing. I have a long list of books that I love 
and I'm always getting new ones too. So I'm, I'm still studying and I've done it forever, you know, so I feel like there's always room to learn more. Mm -hmm. Is there any book that you've been reading recently that has really struck a chord with you? Well, the last book I read was, let me find it. It was the Chris Fox book about writing faster. 5,000 Words Per Hour by Chris Fox. And he has a website, and on that website he has spreadsheets that you download and you clock yourself. And I found it very motivating. Mm -hmm. So, and I know we've talked about this before, but you are typically a pretty organized person. So that kind of goes right along with that, right? All the Mm -hmm. spreadsheets and everything. I'm not a spreadsheet person. I wish, I really wish I could be. But since this is already set up for me, it's so easy. And Mm. yeah, it motivates me big time. So what about for authors who are already published and currently struggling with either new ideas or marketing? For marketing, I would say get help by someone that you see is doing something right. Do something different than you've been doing, probably. And for ideas, I would say unplug which I am trying to tell myself this too because my tendency would be to just sit in a chair and even if the ideas aren't coming, I'm going to sit there until something comes. And sometimes I just need to get out of the house and go do something or have bad movie night like we had last night. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, that was so much fun. We should post that after after the podcast airs. We should post that video yeah. on your stories. Oh, yes. so good. It's our new Sunday night tradition to watch bad movies and it's hilarious and such a great way to just let it all go. Love it. Now, I also have one other question from, as you know, before I came to visit you, I visited um, Christina Call Stewart, Mm -hmm. and she had a question for you about a round table. If you were to have dinner with five people, dead or alive, who basically inspires you, whether it was um, currently inspires you with writing or Mm -hmm. maybe when you were growing up reading, who would you want to be at that table? Mm. That's good. First off, I would want Madeline LaEngle. I know she's known for A Wrinkle in Time. But my favorite books of hers are her nonfiction books about her life as a writer. Mm. Just profound and resonates with me, practically everything she says. She's passed away, but I would love to meet her. I would love to meet Anne Lamott. I love her irreverent take on God and humor and everything about her. She's great. I would love, what's the lady who wrote Handmaid's Tale? (laughs) I would love to meet her. Why is her name slipping my mind right now? I know. I know it. She has a writing course, Margaret Atwood. There we go. Oh, yeah. If you get any chance to take any courses online by people like her, or Neil Gaiman, do it. She's so great, and I feel like so ahead of her time. And then, 
Hmm. Johnny Depp, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that was a curveball right there. <laughs> uh, I'd want to know if he really talks like a pirate. Um, who else? I feel like I need a musician in there. Oh, please do. Maybe Stevie Wonder. Mm. What a life he's lived. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. Mm, that's a good table right there. Yeah. So much wisdom. You'd learn so much. Mm-hmm. Creativity, inspiration. Mm-hmm. Mm, I love that. Yeah. That would be great. Let's make that happen. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So unless there's anything else you'd like to talk about, I think this is the part of your podcast where we sing a song. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. Yay. I love it when people are agreeable, so I'm going to be agreeable when you Perfect. say that. I mean, I was actually going to say, did you know that we sing songs on your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Holly was like <laughs> listening and catching up on my podcast. She's like, how could people not know by now that you do a song at the end? <laughs> I appreciated that. <laughs> Just my little snark. <laughs> Good question, Holly. Better by now. You'd think, (laughs) but no. It's still a surprise sometimes. (laughs) I still don't know what song, though. Oh, no. I don't know. What should we sing, Nate? Nate, help us. Nate's being quieter than ever, by the way. I really... Can you just speak into the mic, please? I never talk on the mic. It's not my job. Sometimes he sings, We're mixing things up today. Yeah. Not that much. Oh, Okay. (laughs) He's still better about the good earth tea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what about I Feel Good by James Brown? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Yes. I feel good. I knew that I would now. I feel good. I knew that I would now. So good. So good. I got you. I feel nice, like sugar and spice. I feel nice, like sugar and spice. So nice, so nice. I got you. Oh, I think we got that. Nice. Holly's got some vocal cords. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woo. Thank you so much for letting me interview you, Willow. This was Aww. so much fun. It was a little nerve-wracking. I think you did wonderful. Okay. Had some great answers. And I think so many people are going to be so excited to read Downfall soon. Hopefully so. I think so. Thank you for doing this. All right. You made it fun. Yay! <laughs> that was the that was the goal. <laughs> All right. Oh. So I'm gonna see you um, you know, like right now. But <laughs> thanks for talking with me, Willow. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this. For me, it was a little bit torturous, and I think I might just give Holly Ray my job now. <laughs> Don't do that, but definitely let me know if uh, I have a career in interviews. <laughs> I think you do. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.
Living in the Pages is now part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts.